0: Welcome to the Olivet Nazarene University Church of the Week podcast presented by Shine.fm. Here's your host, Megan Gruen, with the pastor of the Church of the Week.
1: Welcome to the fourth episode of the Church of the Week podcast. And joining me today is Pastor Joe DiCenzo from Second Place Church in Monique, Illinois. Pastor Joe, would you explain where your church is and when your services are?
0: So our church is actually located in a warehouse. Some people say we meet in a garage, but we're in a warehouse. It's in Moni, Illinois. The address is 6370 Emerald Parkway in Moni. And we literally are about a half a mile off of the exit 335 on I-57. So right right by I-57. Our service times are on Saturday at 5 p.m. and Sundays at 10 a.m.
1: Pastor Joe, would you share a little about the warehouse and how unique it is to your church?
0: A lot of people hear about the fact that we meet in a warehouse and that would probably be the main thing that kind of sets us apart. Like I say, it, some folks are, have heard of us like in Monique and they say, oh yeah, second place, you guys are the garage church, right? We kind of laugh at that, but you know, we felt like when we started the church nine years ago, we actually nine years ago this month, because we started on Valentine's day of 2010 we were just really asking the question about you know what is it about church that really has been a benefit to us and then what about church has been something that has been kind of like hard for us and a lot of the launch team kind of came around to the fact that sometimes church became all about the building and we thought well this actually isn't really all about the building, but we didn't even have the warehouse at that time. We we thought we were going to be mobile. We thought we weren't going to really have a building, and now that we're in the warehouse, we we still are able to say like it's it's not anything that's too you know fancy, but the church is really about the people. And so I think what makes it special is the fact that although we're in a warehouse, when you come in, many people say this feels like home. This feels like a family reunion super welcoming and warm, and just a place where I can belong is a lot of what we hear. And it's taken us being very intentional about being open-armed and open-hearted to folks. and, And it seems part of our culture now.
1: I think it's so neat that though you don't meet in a typical church building, you've seen that your church still feels like home and like a family. Now what is the mission statement that your church strives to live out?
0: So our mission statement is every generation finding their way back to God. That is really intended to mean that we we do, I mean, it's literally what we say, that we love every generation. We, We have little kids that come here, babies all the way up through grandmas and grandpas. And I think what's even really a good example of that is three generation families coming. So we've got grandma and grandpa coming with their kids and their grandkids. And so we have several families like that that attend second place. So that's our mission. And really... If I were to speak a little bit more about it, it would be about every generation finding their way. We're very much about discovery here, about really searching the word and also just allowing the Holy Spirit to speak to us and direct us uniquely to where he wants us to be. So that requires a little bit of work on everybody's part, not just the guy on stage that speaks the message, but it's about discovering your way and discovering, kind of working out your salvation. So we have lots of opportunities for discovery here at Second Place. Even every weekend, the messages are really geared toward, like, how will you apply this in your life during the week and discovering what that truth looks like for you? And then their way back to God, obviously, is is really finding their way back to God as a whole idea. So we we planted Second Place to reach the the unchurched folks that were out there, folks that really don't have much of a faith background at all. So the warehouse is very unassuming. It's very much a a kind of a neutral place. It doesn't remind them of maybe something that they grew up with or they were attended for a little bit when they were little. And then we also have been around for those that have been burned out by, or burned, you know, by the church and just kind of like, over it a little bit and just kind of looking to start something fresh and something new and kick into their faith in a different way.
1: So as your church strives to live out your mission statement, how have you seen this carried out into your community in the past few years?
0: There's been many different ways that we have tried to live out of our mission of every generation, find their way back to God. I would say one of the biggest things that we've done is we've created kind of catalyst opportunities in the community. About five years ago, five and a half years ago, we started a 5K that brought awareness to human trafficking. And this coming year, 2019, will be our sixth year doing that. And that provides an opportunity for the church to get outside the four walls of the church and to be in the community. But we also have for a long time done what we call a mobile food pantry. And that is something where the community can come and get food. And that's again, another bridge moment for folks to kind of learn that we're here and that there is help here and that maybe faith is something that they want to connect with. And then we also started taking the food truck or the mobile food pantry to another level We do something called Action Love, and that has happened in Moni for two years, where we do a one-week event, really actually one day this year. It's going to be a whole week, but it's a one-day event where we have service projects that we do all over the town. We gave away free haircuts. We gave away books and clothing and food, and we ended with a concert in the park, and we were able to have different bands from different churches play.
1: Now, how has your mission statement been lived out within your church family?
0: I would say just on a regular basis, like week to week, we have a children's ministry that's very active and alive that meets on Saturday nights at five and Sundays at 10 during our normal service times. But also our youth ministry, our student ministry has been really growing. I think teenagers are looking for something positive to do, hopefully. And um, there's just words been getting out that we have something here. Lots of churches have youth ministry and we have that on Wednesday nights at 630, but we see I would say the vast majority of our students serve at second place, so I think that's part of them discovering their way back to God and their and kind of their their own way and their own how their own faith kind of plays out so we have our students completely run our our coffee bar that's pretty much run by them they actually train each other one of our lead trainers is fourteen he knows how to make coffee and he's ready to go it's top-notch coffee we have a 14 year old that runs sound we have a 14 year old that plays drums in our student band and our student band is something that we allow them to play and to lead us in worship four times a year and so they do that, and they also do a whole worship night on their own in the spring. So we kind of see some of those opportunities being how we see that mission play out, but we have, obviously we have things for adults too. So we have growth groups, and we have equipping classes that allow people to go deeper in their, in their faith, in community, and in the Word.
1: It's evident how Second Place is a part of the community and how important the church family is. Why do you believe it is so important?
0: There's a lot of reasons why community is important. We would say that we were not at all designed to do faith alone we're designed to do faith together and with each other and so that's a huge part of the reason why we offer growth groups we offer different ways to connect it's actually why we created the whole coffee brand with historia to kind of connect people that way and we even do a separate podcast from our normal services And it's an opportunity for people to come on and to talk about what God's doing in their life. So there's a lot of different ways that that plays out. But the importance of it really is that at any given time, we are always being challenged with life. And studies actually show that the way that people get through really hard times in life is when they have a support system in place. And I was just talking to somebody that had texted me about their small group and their growth group that they're in. And she just said, can I just tell you how awesome the people of Second Place are? And I said, sure, why? And she said, because my small group went above and beyond the level of support I could ever expect from any group of people last night. I said, awesome. So what'd they do? (laughs) And she said, well, one of them is trying to find me a job. She's out of work right now. And after I got home, I realized that some of them snuck a fair amount of cash in when I wasn't looking to help me out. So that's just really crazy. And then she said, I'm just beyond grateful and thankful and awestruck at their amazing hearts. I never thought I'd be one of those on the receiving side of this type of generosity. I know I would do what I could to help others as best as I could, but I didn't expect it from other people. It's a strange blessing for her, but it's really cool. So I think you just look at community as being like a key component to our faith and everyone is so isolated in our world. I mean, we go to work up before the sun's up and we're home after the sun goes down, you know, we get home and we just basically hit repeat and do it five days a week. And so it's actually one of the hardest things is to get people to connect we're what I would say is a regional church. So that means we have people coming from far away to come to second place and also close by, but we have people coming as far away as 45 minutes to an hour. And so, you know, connecting can be hard. It's like, Hey, we're getting together at church tonight. You know, it's like, I live an hour away. I can't make it. But I think it's been really, really cool. Cause when those connections are made, it's powerful.
1: What are some other ways that you've seen God at work in or through second place?
0: Some of the other ways that God is moving in our unique area of the world, I guess, at Second Place is over the last couple of years, we've started a coffee brand and been a coffee bar and having that available to folks on the weekends. We're planning to offer that more. We've also started a nonprofit organization that is kind of spearheading some of the human trafficking, and community development stuff for us. And we're partnered with them and we open up the child care center and those things are kind of entrepreneurial for a church to do in some, in some places that'd be kind of old hat for churches. And for some it's like crazy. And I think what is really Im- interesting about what God is doing is we've done these things because they've kind of bubbled up from the people. So God is like stirring in the hearts of the people. And then we start to see momentum in a particular direction. And we kind of get people together. We talk about it. And then we say, okay, how are we going to do this? We are not a bazillion people. You know, we're we're a small church. We're pretty much everybody could know everybody. But even so, we've been able to do some of these things that really, they take funds. They take, you know, people and volunteers. One of our trustees just. Texted me just the other day and said, you know, as we've restructured the church even and kind of like thought about how do we do all these things, they said, I believe we've spent the last few years building a framework, laying the foundation of organization for God to move in the hearts and lives of those around the Moni area. To me, the next steps are to continue to pray together and to get things really moving and allow the Lord to move. I see and hear the people that come and they're hungry for the Lord. I'm excited to make this happen and really appreciate the vision. So, you know, I think that when your vision is big, you really need God to show up. So it's like, we try these things and we're like, this is only going to work. The only way this is going to work is if God is with us on this. And so we just, you know, we kind of say so far, so God, you know, (laughs) and so we just kind of keep going in that direction and, and moving with him. So it's an adventure. I think that's our I, that's what our hope is. I think one of the things we've said over the years is second place is, P, is church for people who don't like church. And I think the reason why is a lot of people think that church, they may not go to church. They just think churches is outdated, irrelevant, doesn't have anything to do with them or whatever. Very boring, lots of rules and regulations. And what we try to say is it's an adventure. Knowing the creator of the universe is an adventure. Like get ready, buckle up because there is never a dull moment. I mean, the stories that we could tell just go on and on about the people we've seen and we've connected with because we decided to plop this, this church in the middle of nowhere in Moni, you know, and it's been an adventure and a wild ride and we're, we're ready for more, we're ready to continue that. So can't wait for the future. We celebrate nine years just a couple of weeks from now. So on February 14th.
1: Part of Second Place's adventure has involved the new coffee brand that your church has started. Would you mind sharing the story behind it?
0: The coffee that we offer on our weekends is brought to us by a brand that we started called historia and that's latin for history or the idea that we all are part of one story and and really that's the idea there's several different stories that all connect when we kind of think about coffee and we see coffee as being almost like a modern day well like it's where coffee shops are where people hang out it's where people go to kind of like catch up and to have meetings and stuff but we think that there's the story of, you know, the person that shows up, the those that, that are drinking the coffee and, and hanging out together for sure. But there's also the story of the barista, the person who's working and what their story is and where they fit in. But then there's also the story of the farmer who farmed the coffee beans and has, has then supplied those to us. So we know where all of the beans come from. We know exactly what farm it came from. And so it's all fair trade and great. But then there's also the idea that all of the proceeds that as we grow, will we'll go towards missions and supporting outside organizations and causes so it's kind of like coffee with a cause but we don't call it that but we really do feel like historia is well we liked the name it was kind of a cool name but it also had so much meaning packed into it that it really spoke to who we who we are who we wanted to be and it kind of lines up with second place for sure because you know it's all about story and about the fact that so many people think that their story can't change. So like they've been married for 20 years and it's not going well. Never never going to it's never going to get better. I've been in the same job for 30 years. It's never going to be better. This is this is a dead end. All the things that sometimes speak to us on the outside say to us that your life can't change, but we stand in that gap and say no your life can change with God your life can change. And so transformation is huge.
1: Shine.fm congratulates you as Church of the Week this week. And I'd love to ask, what does Shine dot FM mean to you and the people of Second Place Church?
0: So Shine dot FM is such a great ministry. I think the reason that why it's so important is because because life is hard and because there is so much bad news. I mean there is turn on the T V, you know, listen, check out the internet. There's just something negative is always being said or happening. And I think what Shine does is it's kind of what we do. I I think of it as like an extension of who we are as a church. I see us not, we can't live out your faith for you, but we can be a catalyst for you and remind you of what it is Who god is and what he's like and the story he's trying to tell through your life and the fact that you don't walk in shame you don't need to walk in guilt you can walk with freedom and i think what shine.fm does is it comes alongside us in a way and it actually does that 24 7. Um, we're here our doors are open pretty much every day but you got to be here you know but shine is something you can just turn on in your car and you can listen to that and you can be reminded of what God is like and the fact that he loves you, that you're his child, that there is something positive to be thinking about and to be looking forward to. So I think that Shine does a great job of that. And I think being able to have that music in our, in our ears helps um, connect the dots for us when we're not you know, at a, whatever church we go to.
1: Well, thank you so much, Pastor Joe, for taking the time to share about how God has been working through Second Place Church to reach the community of Moni, Illinois. Congratulations on nine years of being in Moni, and we congratulate you as Church of the
0: Week. Thank you for listening to the Olivet Nazarene University Church of the Week podcast. For more content or to find more episodes, visit the shine.fm podcast channel.